Welcome to Hollywood Changemakers, a podcast by entertainment industry professionals who want to talk about the issues that impact our culture from a new perspective. Faith, this is Hollywood Changemakers. Hi, everyone. I am Kelly Kirshenman of the Hollywood Prayer Network. This is Hollywood Changemakers podcast. I'm so excited for you to be with us today because we are being joined by actually my best friend in the whole world, but also an inspiration to me. She is a coach. She's a consultant. And you're going to find out all that she's doing here in the community. Please welcome my guest, Maisha Reynolds. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining me. <laughs> I'm so excited because we have these organic conversations all the time. Yes. Um, we've been best friends for eight, eight years. years. Yeah. And so um, I have been able to see so much of this journey and I'm so Mm -hmm. delighted for other people to learn a lot about your journey and what it is that you actually do. So tell me first, what are some of the titles that you hold right now? Oh my gosh. Okay. So definitely one of my favorite titles is mom, but I also own a business, Equity Lens Consultants. And so I do consulting work, um, coaching work all around the topic of equity, but from a biblical perspective. Interesting. Now, I'm going to ask what most people ask <laughs> yeah. when they hear that is mm-hmm. what is a biblical perspective on equity? Well, first, let's start with what is equity yes. and then what is a biblical perspective of yes. it? That's a great question. And um, I always have to be reminded to answer that because oftentimes when I say equity, I think right away most people are thinking it's the quality of being fair. Mm-hmm. Like we should all want to be and treat one another fairly and want to be fair in all of our our doings in our daily lives. But I realize that equity is kind of taken on a mind of its own, especially here in the United States of America, where people are talking about equity in a very divisive way, an unloving way, a way that does not reflect the heart of Christ, in my own opinion. And so my call, my mission is to really help communicate what equity is, using the word of God to help people to frame their understanding of equity and then to walk out that message appropriately and um, accurately in their life. And you can only do that by looking at Jesus as the greatest example of equity and then learning from him how we treat one another, how we value one another as people, because we are all, you know, we're made in the image and the likeness of God. And so because of that, we have such great value and worth. And I think when we get to that place of seeing people the way that Jesus would see them, true equity can be achieved. Wow. So that's really interesting. Um, Equity is the quality of being fair. That is obviously a principle that should apply to everything we do in life. So why is equity kind of lumped into the equity, inclusion, and diversity conversation? But it's usually only applied to certain conversations and certain Mm -hmm. topics, but that's really something for everything that we do. Yeah. You know what? I, I was actually just recently thinking of this, thinking like if somebody asked me, well, why do you feel like you need to do this job and help and coach people and consult people around this topic? And I believe it's really because we don't necessarily always know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I believe that God has given me this heart and this passion for humanity and a love for humanity. And because of that, I feel as though it has empowered me and allowed me to present the message of equity in a way where I can say, okay, well, these are your practices or your daily or your policies within your company and say, okay, well, here are some things that are working because of, you know, X, Y, or Z. And then these are things that are not and helping people to kind of take any blinders off that they may have because of bias or because of stereotypes 
or misconceptions they have about people. And oftentimes those are passed down, you know, sometimes through generations or through what we see in the media mm-hmm. or what have you. And just to really help people to maybe take a, a deeper look at their, you know, whatever it is they're doing in their lives. So I do work with schools. I work with churches. I work with nonprofits. And so the way in which I help them see equity can be very different. However, the message is always the same. Thinking about all people and their value. And then does this work? Is this right and fair? And then going from there. Obviously, this message is only needed because there's been a lot of difficulty for humans to really understand that Mm -hmm. all people are valuable, Mm -hmm. all people are created equal, Mm -hmm. all people should be treated equally in every single circumstance and situation. You are in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. You're in the center of all media and entertainment being created. And this is a place where, unfortunately, there is a blaring evidence Mm -hmm. of the mis- treatment and misrepresentation Mm -hmm. of people, but also just poorly told stories Mm -hmm. for all people. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that Mm -hmm. that has been such a hard thing for Hollywood, which should be a place for all people Mm -hmm. to be reflected and have their stories told? Why do you think that there's been so much challenge to be able to see that that equity Mm -hmm. lived, you know, lived out and told in stories? Yeah. Well, I think that the the residue of um, racism that has just impacted our country for years is is still lingering. And although we have made such great progress, I believe in that area where we can look at films now and and filmmakers and producers and directors, like you think of maybe from the 80s, um, Spike Lee or John Singleton or now um, Ava Ava DuVernay and um, Tyler Perry, other people who are now really some of maybe what, what we might call the big names in Hollywood who are African-American, who have definitely made their mark. I feel like there are so many more people like the ones that I named who also need a place and an opportunity to make their stories known and to produce their projects and all of those things. And I just feel as though that as we continue to move forward by um, with some of the the rules that are constantly being put in place in our um, in Hollywood in particular, I think that is helping open the doors and people's eyes to the need for diverse representation. It's unfortunate that we haven't made more progress than we have, but I, I think we're moving in the right direction in many ways. And that really does make my heart very happy because this is a place for stories. Mm-hmm. And God has given all of us stories to tell and many people to tell them on the big screen. And so I just really believe that as Christians, as influencers, as people who work in Hollywood, our part in that is to, um, one, be willing to write those stories and and pray into those stories and be ready to deliver those stories, but also to be okay with cheering someone else on Mm -hmm. and making sure that a door is open for them, opportunity is given to them, for them to put their stories out there. It's also a, a thing that as believers, we really should um, latch on to because we know that God's going to make a way and give us an opportunity to do what he's called us to do. And we can do our part then to also help others to have those opportunities um, in, in our world. Can you share a little yeah. bit about how did this become your passion? Yeah. Well, you know, I grew up in a very diverse neighborhood in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And so my friends were from all different backgrounds, all types of families. And so for me, it was just normal to be around people that didn't look like me. And I thought 
in those interactions with my friends, I was supposed to treat them kindly with love and fairness. So I felt like it was just who I was because of how I had been raised and how I lived. And so my passion for equity came as an adult, realizing that there were times where I was treated unfairly or others around me, and I didn't understand why. I spent many of years as a teacher, and I think my eyes were opened to the inequities in education. And that's where my passion really began to develop and grow. Because before then, I was naive and thought that most people in the world knew what it meant to be equitable and to be fair. And I was just naive because I was around people who treated people with loving kindness and fairness. And so when I began to see something contrary to what I experienced, it was like mind boggling. And so then I thought, well, I can't just sit around and not say anything. But I also, as a follower of Christ, know that that needs to be done in love, but also with a a passion and a desire to see true change. And so that's when I began to really, you know, develop this work of equity that I feel like God has definitely put inside of me and just the heart for making sure that I can do my part and and help in helping others to see why it's so important to be equitable in every situation. It doesn't matter to me if you're at the grocery store or if you're at a restaurant or if you are sitting in a college classroom. In every space, we should be treating one another fairly. That's so true. And as best friends, we've mm-hmm. been a lot of places mm-hmm. together. And there are some specific stories that nobody can tell the way that you can, <laughs> um, where even we have mm-hmm. seen a difference in how we've been treated walking yeah. into some places. Your work, your equity work, is for all situations. Mm-hmm. What are some of the situations that you recall where that's been a teachable moment mm-hmm. for the people involved or yeah. just a time where you're like, this is why I need to be doing what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for us, you know, because of you um, having very lighter toned skin, there were times where I would think people would mistake you as being white. And so we would be maybe in the store or at a restaurant. And I remember even sitting in the restaurant and the waiter walked over to you, looked you right in the eye and said, how is your food? And you said, it's great. Thank you. And then he walks away and I'm like, hello, I'm here too. And I'm eating and I'm paying for food. Like, why wouldn't you think to ask me? Um, But there have been other times where I've had to be the example for that. I'll use another restaurant example. I was with a friend and we were waiting at a restaurant here in California. And there was another family. um, It was a white family in front of me. And the the hostess came out to take us to our table. And she just looked at me and my friend and said, oh, I'll, I'll take you to your table. And as we were walking it just dawned on me that those people were already waiting for me. And so I thought, well, that would be unfair for me to get my table first. I could have thought like, oh, well, no, it's pretty empty in here. She'll come right back and get them. But I thought, no, this is what I live every single day. And so I went back, I stopped the the hostess and I said, hey, can we go back over there? I really think this family was in front of us. Can, would you mind seating them first? And she says, oh yeah. And the family was looked at me and they're like, oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, we were waiting here. And I thought, this is what I live every day. And I want that to be true to who I am. And I want to be an example for other people that it is never going to be okay to push another person aside or or think they're beneath you in any way. None of us are superior to another, you know? I want to live that out. And I do that in, in so many different scenarios where I feel like I have to speak up and say, say something to bring an awareness that just may not be there. Because oftentimes people do things, and I don't want to use this word in with a negative connotation it often has, but out of ignorance, Mm -hmm. you know, just not knowing um, and not aware. And so I just really try to 
be kind of like on call, on standby in any moment to be able to be a voice for true equity and not something that is pitting one religion against another or one race against another or one gender against another. It's like, no, we are human beings. The value of humanity because of like I said earlier, us being, you know, created by God and the purpose and the plans that he says he has for all of us is the reason why I'm so passionate about this subject, because I want every single person to be able to fulfill the call of God in their lives without barriers and boundaries stopping them because of somebody's, you know, stereotype or assumption um, about that person. And so I love, you know, having conversations with people about equity just to bring about awareness that just may not be there. There are so many other things that I want to ask you, but you are, what are you doing here mm-hmm. in the local Hollywood community yeah. um, to kind of build awareness? Because yeah. this is a message that needs to go out to every single person. Mm-hmm. Every single person has felt slighted yes. in some situation. Mm-hmm. At some point, mm-hmm. they felt like they were being treated less than or they were being seen as less mm-hmm. than. And so this is a message that is relevant for every person yeah. I literally know. Yes. How are we able to get this message out to people? Mm-hmm. You know, I recently shared in a workshop and just sharing with the group, I said, hey, I just want to talk about some ways that we can walk out the message of equity in our daily lives. And I and I said, I'm going to share this story with you. I have a friend who is not a person of color. Um, she's white and she wanted to be a part of an equity discussion and was told that she had no right and no business saying anything about equity because she could not know anything about what, you know, other people have suffered or gone through. And I and I said to the group, I said, well, I beg to differ because I believe every single person at one time in your life, at least, have been treated unfairly, whether it's by your older sister who did something unfairly or your teacher at school or whatever. So we all can say that one time that we have been treated unfairly and we know that what, what that feels like. Therefore, we all have to be a part of the solution mm-hmm. to this issue of equity. And so what I do not like, though, is the very negative message that is being constantly perpetuated by oftentimes the media or just in our society right now that this message of equity is only for people of color. And I said, if we decide that we're going to just focus on equity surrounding people of color, then now you're going to start treating people who are not known as people of color unfairly. And how is that going to be the solution? And how would that ever be something as Christians that we could say would be pleasing and honoring to God? And so what I do in California through my consulting company is I hold biblical equity symposiums. And when I held the first one, it was because I was really trying to get into churches and talk to Christians about the message of equity. My belief is that church should never be going to the world or to a secular speaker or writer and say, hey, can you come in and talk to us about equity? The world should be coming to the people of God, the salt and light of the earth, those who know the word of God, who know their God and saying, hey, how do we fix these issues in our society? And so because of that, I really wanted to get into specifically churches in our area and just speak, do workshops. So this is happening. Like churches are actually going to secular writers yes. and speakers. Yes. And doing book on studies equity. on, yes, on books around equity, equality, diversity, inclusion. And I'm like, how can you do a book study on a book that does not have the breath of God, the life of God on it? Because it's not written by someone who is even acknowledging God in the solutions that they're trying to present to the issues of inequity in our world. We can't get anything from those resources. And so I really started reaching out saying, how can I come and be a part? And I kept getting turned down, turned down. And I think it's because equity right now has such a negative connotation to so, you know, 
so many people. It brings out about negative feelings because of just what's been going on since mostly about 2020. And so then I just was praying about it and I just felt God said, well, then you present my message and they will come. And so I held the first biblical equity symposium back in June. We'll be holding my third one in March. And it's because I want to help equip believers to understand what is equity according to the word of God, because that is where we should always go when we want to know what God feels or thinks about a topic or subject. And so that is the number one point. But also then how do we, I want to help equip believers with how to have conversations Mm -hmm. with other people, because the whole world is talking about equity, equality, diversity, inclusion. We know that. DEI, instead of standing back and saying, well, I'm not really going to touch that, Mm -hmm. how do we become more empowered and equipped to be a part of those conversations and to bring in the Word of God? And there are times where I do work for audiences there's, you know, secular audiences that I'm not necessarily, you know, quoting scripture and things of that nature because that's not the place to do that. But the things that I share are rooted in kingdom godly principles. And so we can do that even in our in our work environments and what have you. And so that's why I hold these symposiums because I'm like, no, we're going to find out what does God think about all of this? And we're going to come together with like-minded people who say, I want to talk about equity. I want to be a voice. I want to help bring about some change. I just need to know how to do it. And so that's why, um, you know, that's why I do what I do with these symposiums. And this next one in March is called Shifting the Narrative. And it's all about that we're going to push back against the works of darkness that are really taking over this message. And Christians have then become very like, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to offend. Well, guess what? Jesus offended people all the time. He wasn't going around saying, I want to offend people. He brought truth. Truth offended people because people wanted to still live out and, and do what they wanted to do. And so we have to be okay with that. We have to be, we have to say, you know what? We're going to be bold as lions. We're going to be courageous and we're going to present the truth of God because that is really what's going to bring about true change in this world, especially around this topic. And and people write me on Instagram and they say, why don't you not use the word equity, use equality? And I said, well, you know what? Here's the thing. We've always been created equal. However, that is not the history of our world, especially our country, where people have been treated equally. So the message of equity says we are all been created equal. So now this is how we live that out. And that to me is the message of equity. This is how I operate in my daily life with other people in a way that is fair because people were created equally. And I'm going to carry out that message of equity. So um, my heart is really to just equip people to be okay with having these hard conversations and really deciding that we're going to bring about the truth and the word of God and let that be so sharp that it cuts through the the lies and the agenda of the enemy to divide us as people. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'm going to continue that as long <laughs> as I can. <laughs> I love all of that so mm-hmm. much. And I've sat in your symposiums mm-hmm. and every single time that I sit in one and I feel better equipped, even as a person of color, <laughs> but better equipped as a believer, you're mm-hmm. right, to enter into some hard conversations, yeah. but to also go into those conversations with hope yeah. and with a perspective that isn't adding fuel to the fire yeah. or bringing a perspective that isn't well-informed, mm-hmm. uh, which is just as dangerous, mm-hmm. but also coming into these situations and knowing, wow, I can be 
I can be a vessel of yeah. of peaceable discussion, yeah. and hopefully that means somebody is learning something. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, mm-hmm. so we don't ever need to feel as though we need um, to like come against another person. It is really these wrong ideologies and mindsets and things that are put out there that are from the kingdom of darkness mm-hmm. to you know to divide us. But also when we come with that message in a way that our hearts are pure before the Lord and our hearts are pure toward people and that love can come through, people can feel it. And sometimes that in itself can be what shifts the narratives and shifts the mindset of people because they see that the message that you're delivering to them, even though it it could hurt or be so different than their own message, if it's delivered in love and packaged in a way that brings about a reflection of the heart of Jesus, I feel like it's a lot easier for people to accept and there to be some real change that can happen. That is so powerful. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for sharing all of this. I'm so excited for what you have coming up next because I know that you're speaking to a number of entertainment professionals with some different groups coming up. You've spoken to writers groups. Mm-hmm. You speak at schools. And you are looking for uh, more people to come alongside and partner with you in this message, which is really just the heart of Jesus. Believe it or not, God has much to say about equity, and he has spoken about it all through his word. And it's been so powerful to get to know Maisha and her message, to be able to learn that for myself and realize, wow, he has a heart for all people, and it is so plain and easy to see. And I hope that this discussion and this conversation was able to give you some insight into that as well. And I hope that it inspires you to go and have some really meaningful and powerful and healing conversations with those around you. Thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you, you, Maisha. And thank you for listening, for watching. We love to have you join us for these conversations. So join us for the next episode of Hollywood Changemakers right here on the Hollywood Prayer Network YouTube channel. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Hollywood Changemakers. If you'd like to get connected with us, our Instagram handle is at Hollywood Prayer Network. Find out more at HollywoodPrayerNetwork.com.